If you are able, please stand for the reading of the Gospel of Luke. We're reading from chapter 24, verses 44 through 53 today. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. When he opened, then he opened their minds so that he, they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses to these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he led them out of the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated. I'm smiling for several reasons. Uh, One reason is because it's just a joy to serve as your pastor. That's the first reason. The second reason is I love to hear the sounds of children and babies in a sanctuary. Glory be to God. Are you aware of the fact that there are churches that would just love, hope, wish, desire, that they could hear children and babies in a sanctuary? We're a blessed congregation, and I want to just uh, give a shout-out to Jonathan, our 18-month-old, who's with us today. I'm just so thankful. Amen. Yeah. And you need to know that Pastor Michelle and babies and toddlers have this understanding. Uh, Evangel Heights UMC, they can help me to preach. That means they can talk while I'm talking. (laughs) But I do not need the assistance of adults. (laughs) So let me ask you not to talk during the sermon. (laughs) Oh, what a glorious day we're having today. Today is Ascension Sunday in the United Methodist Church. The day, Ascension Day, was Thursday, May 13th, 40 days after Easter, when Christ ascended into heaven, which if you were to read Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 11, you would read of that account. Ascension Sunday reminds us that when we see the empty cross and the empty tomb, we not only remember that Jesus Christ died for our sins, and was resurrected by the power of God, we also remember and celebrate that Jesus Christ has ascended and is now sitting at the right hand of God, the creator, with all power. And we, the church, the body of Jesus Christ, acknowledge that this Jesus is head of the church 
and we are to follow Jesus Christ wherever Jesus Christ leads his body. On this Ascension Sunday, Evangel Heights Church family and friends, we acknowledge, we give thanks, and we celebrate again that we are a congregation that have children, we have youth, and we have young adults in our midst. And one of our own, Grace Hetler, was baptized and confirmed on today. On this Ascension Sunday, we have to ask the question as a congregation, what can we offer to these children? What can we offer to our youth? What can we offer to our young adults that will assist them? And now quoting from the baptismal covenant, to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. And the answer is found or is given in the baptismal covenant three, and I quote, we will renew our vows as a congregation to uphold this church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, our witness. With God's help, we will so order our lives after the example of Christ that surrounded by steadfast love, these children, these youth, these young adults, let me make it really personal, our children, our youth, our young adults will be established in their faith and confirmed and strengthened in the way that leads to life eternal. What else? can we Evangel Heights family and friends do to demonstrate that these children, our children, our youth, our young adults are a viable part of this congregation, that we need their contributions of spiritual gifts and skills, their insights, the spiritual gift of giving, that we need them to be an active part of the decision-making of this congregation. How can we convey to them that without them, there is no true us? In other words, for this body of Christ called Evangel Heights United Methodist Church to be the viable witness that the Holy Spirit is calling us to be within and beyond the four walls of this building, we need the active participation of our children, our youth, and our young adults who the Holy Spirit has blessed us with and continues to bless us with. These and other questions we will address in the weeks and months to come as a congregation, as church leadership, and even as staff. And yes, I do welcome your input. Text me. Call me, email me. What are your recommendations as to how we can make sure that our children, our youth, our young adults are a viable part of this community of faith? They are not the church of the future. They are the church of the present. Did I hear an amen? amen. Yes, children, youth, young adults, we need you. Now, let me just repeat something 
that I did not say, but it's on your minds, and I want to repeat it verbally, or I should say I want to say it verbally, this body needs everyone. The young, the seasoned saints, and everyone in between. So, this morning, I want to suggest to you that we can offer to our children, our youth, and our young adults a gift that will not only have an immediate outcome, but an eternal outcome as well. Although it is a gift to them, it is one of the vows that we have made as a community of faith. Let us pray. Holy, righteous, loving, and ever-present and ever-listening God, our heavenly parent, we give you thanks for this preaching moment. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart bless you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. The letter to the church at Ephesus has no personal greetings, and therefore early manuscripts and scholars regard it as a circular or encyclical letter, meaning that copies of the letter were distributed to several churches in Asia Minor. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 22 states that Tychicus, a minister in the Lord and a companion of Paul, was the one who distributed these copies. It is this letter that informs us of God's eternal purposes in establishing and completing the universal church of Jesus Christ. It is this letter that emphasized the Trinitarian, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it is in this letter that we are informed as believers of what our destiny will be. It's also in this letter that we see the church of Jesus Christ referred to as the body of Christ in chapter 1, verse 23, as the building or temple of God, chapter 2, verses 20 through 22, and the bride of Christ. Paul, the author of this letter, penned this letter while in prison. This is one of his several prison letters. On this Ascension Sunday, the question remains, what gift can we offer to our children, our youth, and our young adults. This morning, I want to propose to you that the gift is the gift of prayer. It's the gift of prayer, which is one of our vows. Not just a prayer asking that God will bless them physically, but a prayer that reflects what we believe as United Methodists, and that is that all human beings need to be in relationship with God in order to be fully human. We want our children, our youth, our young adults to experience the fullness of life that can only take place by having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So our prayers will reflect this spiritual need that our children, youth, and young adults have. And I would suggest to you that it's in this letter that we're able to glean some of the components of the prayer that we are to offer to our children. So let me 
ask that as you pray for the children, the youth and the young adults, that, that you pray that they will have faith in Jesus Christ and that they will love the members and friends of this community of faith. May they see that they are connected not only to Jesus Christ, but to all of us as well. This prayer point is echoed in 1 John chapter 3, verse 23, which reads, And this is his commandment that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. We are called to love one another. Let us pray that God will give our children, our youth and young adults, a spirit of wisdom, as Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2 refers to, and a spirit of revelation, as 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 6 lists. To have full and true knowledge of who God is, who the true living God is, who has been revealed through Jesus Christ and who Jesus Christ claims to be his parent. When people talk to our children, youth, and young adults about God, we want to make sure that they're able to discern if the God the individual is lifting up is really the true God whom Jesus Christ has revealed, or is it a God that has been made in man's image. Yes, when we pray, let us pray that the divine power and holy presence of God will continue to be at work in those who have accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And let us pray that they will recognize that not only did Jesus Christ die on the cross, not only did Jesus Christ be raised from the dead by God's power, but may they recognize that because Jesus Christ has ascended into heaven, he now has all power, all power in his hands, and therefore there is no need for our youth, our children, our young adults to be afraid of anything, be it death, be it conflicts, be it tragedies, because Jesus Christ reigns. There is no need to even have fear of violence. No, because Jesus Christ has ascended. Our children, youth, and young adults need to know that Jesus Christ stands with them in the midst of all circumstances. And he says to them, as he says to all of us, I have overcome death. Let us pray that our children will gain the knowledge of understanding that Jesus Christ, who was born in a manger, who lived among the poor, who was concerned about the the disenfranchised, the marginalized, the least, the last, and the forgotten was crucified outside the city gates, now has power over all, and because he is the head of the church, he's calling his body to also be concerned about the poor, the least, the last, the marginalized, the invisible as well. 
Let us pray for our children, our youth, and our young adults, that they will understand that because Jesus Christ has ascended and now sits at the right hand of God, almighty with all power, he now has power over all dominions, over all principalities, over all powers in the heavenly realms and also here on earth that would try to come against them and destroy them. Jesus Christ has all power over all names. Nothing, no nations, no lofty ideas are more powerful than Jesus Christ. And therefore, our allegiance is to be first and foremost to Jesus Christ. As we live out our faith, Evangel Heights United Methodist Church family and friends in the presence of our youth, our children, and young adults, may they see through our lives and through our conversation that Jesus Christ reigns in our hearts and he is Lord of our lives, Amen. that he reigns not only now in this age, but he will also reign in the age to come. Yes. Let's pray for our children. Let's pray for our youth. Let's pray for our young adults that through faith they will experience the fullness of what it means to be fully human, made possible through the life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ. And may that prayer for that next generation be our prayer as well. Amen. I'm now going to ask that our youth will stand, our children will stand, our young adults will stand. For uh, Evangel Heights, I want you to turn around and look. We are a blessed congregation, children, youth, young adults. And now, Evangel Heights Church family and friends, I'm going to ask you to stand and face our youth. We want to thank Pastor Carl for his presence today. Pastor Carl pastors um, Epworth Memorial, and he needs to, to go to his church. I'm looking. I'm thankful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful for the gift 
that each and every one of you is. To our congregation and to the communities. I'm thankful for the ways in which you make sure that your witness is evidenced, not only at home, not only at church, but especially in your mission field, which is your schools. And now, Evangel Heights United Methodist Church, I'm going to ask you to just raise your hand and point it towards our youth, our children, and our young adults. And that's our way of saying to you, we are touching you. Let us pray. Loving and gracious Lord, our God, for these children, youth, and young adults, we give you thanks as a congregation. We pray, loving God, that they will continue to have faith in Jesus Christ and that they will continue to love the members and friends of this community of faith. We pray, loving God, that you will grant them your wisdom and your revelation, that they may understand and grow in the true knowledge of who you are as revealed through Jesus the Christ. We pray, loving God, that you will help these youth to experience the power that is theirs through their relationship with Jesus Christ, a power that is able to withstand the fears, the temptations, the challenges that beset so many of our children, youth, and young adults. We pray, loving God, that you will help these, our children, youth, and young adults to discover afresh and anew how the ascension of Jesus Christ helps them to reorder their lives so that their commitment will be to follow Jesus and not the world. Loving God, we lift up to you these children, youth, and young adults and ask that you will begin to whisper in their ears how you want them to be a viable part of this community of faith. And may we, as this community of faith, embrace them, love them, support them, encourage them by our prayers, our words, our attitudes. Oh God, we pray your divine protection upon these, our children, youth, and young adults. Keep them safe in their going out and in their coming in. In Jesus Christ's name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. You may be seated.